Welcome to the Moore Report podcast edition, brought to you by the law firm of McCarthy Levitt, Crystal, and Liffman. Each week, we will address the most pressing legal news and trending developments impacting our local, regional, and national economies. And we hope you will continue to join us for this thoughtful and thought-provoking podcast. What you hear on today's episode is intended for promotional and educational purposes only and should not be taken or construed as legal advice. Listening to this podcast does not create or imply any attorney-client relationship without a fully executed letter of engagement. McCarthy, Levitt, Crystal, and Liftman assumes no liability for actions taken by you based on what you hear on today's podcast, and we caution our listeners not to act on anything without first consulting with professional legal counsel. If you are in a position to need or you are considering hiring legal counsel, we invite you to visit our website at www.mccarthylevitt.com to learn more about our capabilities and experience and to contact one of our attorneys directly. Now, here's the host of the More Report podcast edition and the owner and creative director for Social Gathering, a social media management, event planning, and marketing agency supporting the automotive sales industry in Northeast Ohio. Please welcome Sally Spitz. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the More Report Podcast Edition. I'm your host, Sally Spitz, and today we are joined by Michael Makovsky, a principal in the banking and finance and business and corporate law practices at the law firm of McCarthy, Levitt, Crystal, and Liffman. Welcome to the podcast, Mike. Hi, Sally. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about corporate mergers and acquisitions, how the COVID-19 pandemic has had an effect on the volume and complexity of the deals we've seen happen over the last year and a half. We'll also touch on some best practices to ensure a successful transaction, whether you're a buyer or a seller in a corporate deal. But before we jump into all of that, Mike, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your practice? Sure. Um, as you mentioned, I am a, a principal here at McCarthy-Levitt. Um, I do primarily um, mergers and acquisitions, which is either representing buyers or sellers in negotiating and documenting deals for the purchase or sale of a business. I also um, practice finance law, which means that I work with companies or banks or other lenders in negotiating, documenting uh, loan transactions. Okay, so as we are slowly emerging from the pandemic and markets are starting to return to normal, what sort of trends are you seeing, Mike, with respect to corporate mergers and acquisitions? Yeah, I would say that um, it is a very active market right now. Um, we are working with several companies who are either thinking of selling or, or actively in the process of a transaction. <clears throat> We're also working with uh, several buyers as well who are looking to acquire companies, you know, or are in the process and, and hoping to close on, on an acquisition. So are, are these positive signs then? I would say so. Um, I, I think what we're seeing is um, some of it is the result of pent up demand mm -hmm. in that during during COVID, a lot of the deals um, took a pause. You know, companies were really trying to assess their situation, figure out how to manage 
um, you know, and, and deal with everything that was going on. And right. so a lot of deals that were in process um, were put on hold. So now as we are starting to come out of it, I think we're seeing some of those deals picking up again. Mm-hmm. And then also new deals are arising to, um, to again, sort of to, to, to meet that demand between buyers and sellers. Right. The floodgates are opening, so to speak, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think on the buy side, there is a lot of money available. Um, one, because it wasn't, hadn't been deployed in the past year or so. But, um, you know, the, the interest rates are very low right now. So, you know, um, buyers can borrow um, relatively cheaply. So there is money available. And then on the sell side, I think that um, what some companies have realized is, is that, you know, you know, there was a recession about 10 years ago. Now we've had COVID. There's been a lot going on. And some have just decided that, you know, now is the right time to, to, to make a move. Gotcha. So what sort of impact do you think President Biden's tax and infrastructure plan is having on the M&A market? And will that continue if there is any movement on legislation? Yeah, it's an interesting question because as everyone has heard, I'm sure there is proposals for increasing um, certain tax rates and most notably, you know, income tax rates, capital gains rates, you know, things of that sort. Now, whether that comes to fruition or not remains to be seen. And what that exactly looks like will really depend on, you know, on Congress. But I think the perception of it is starting to have an impact on, on uh, business owners. We've had me- meetings recently with clients who have said exactly that, you know, is that they're concerned about increased income tax rates and mm-hmm. so they think that now would be the right time to sell the business before that increase happens. So right. whether it's going to happen or not, in whatever form, we're not sure, but the perception is out there. And I think that is causing people to, to take a more serious look at, right. at selling the business. And as we know, you know, sometimes for people, perception is reality, right? Yeah, exactly right. Because it, it, it's so hard to know exactly what's going to happen. So if people are trying to be um, more forward thinking about it, they would rather have it now when they know what they have versus the potential you know, of the unknown going forward. Sure. Control the controllables. So right. what kind of businesses seem to have done best through the pandemic and how long will that success wave last post pandemic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting, really, because I think that initially, um, you know, those companies that were um, really involved, you know, whether it's healthcare companies or companies that provided PPE, did very well, obviously. Mm-hmm. And some companies which are more, um, you know, um, customer centric in person, like hospitality, things like that, really struggled initially. Right. And then, but I, I think a lot of companies started to figure out how to manage in the pandemic. They really pivoted, you know, they went to more online sales, more virtual meetings, things of that sort. And, and those companies, I think, really fared much better <clears throat> than some of the other ones, which were not able to do that. And so you know, coming out of that, I think, you know, they're in a much stronger position. 
but but the interesting thing now is that as um, you know restrictions are starting to be relaxed, you know some of those businesses which really are customer facing and, and cannot be done virtually, that there's a lot of demand for them right now. And so when you talk to you know roofers and painters and things like that, which are obviously in-person jobs, they're really busy right now too. Oh, absolutely. Good luck getting a contractor right now. Right, right. Yeah, so, so the ones that were able to sort of weather it and now there's that demand again, um, they seem to um, be really, you know, um, hitting mm -hmm. their right again. So I think it, it really depends on, you know, how they were, how a company was able to manage through it and, and sort of their, their plan going forward. But again, it's, it, if there's companies that, you know, that are, um, you know, that, that, that weathered the storm, there's a lot of demand for them. So if I'm a buyer, Mike, in this market, what are the keys for a successful acquisition for me? What am I looking for? And are there any warning signs I should look out for? Yeah, I think for a buyer, the, um, you know, they're always going to conduct a diligence on, on a potential target. But I think now more than ever, that is really critical. And by that, I mean, it's, really understanding a company's financial statements, looking at their projections to see if, you know, how, and not only what they say, but, you know, how accurate they are, you know, you know, what they're saying about the future, you know, if, if COVID, you know, if it impacted them, how much it, was it just a blip, you know, that they can overcome, or is it something, you know, of a more serious issue? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that's going to become, and I've already seen it has become much more important. You really the, the the amount of time on the diligence on the company and beyond the financials, it's also looking at you know um, customer contracts just to make sure that you know those are in place and proper. You know, and looking at a company's intellectual property to make sure that it's protected. So you know. I would really say the you know the, the the doing the homework on that company is more important now than it's ever been. Great advice. So on the flip side, there seems to be a much bigger pool of companies looking to sell than there might normally be. Why is that? I think I think it's a few reasons really. Um, one is that um, again, it's having survive this pandemic, I think some owners have just decided it, it's enough, you know, they, they don't have sort of a, another, an, a, you know, a, another run in them for, for another situation like that. And, um, and, and plus, you know, the, with the market being the way it is right now, and the valuations are high, they, they feel like that they can get a good price for their company. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of competition for it. So, and, Again, like we talked about with potential tax increases, you know, they're looking at all at all of these factors together and deciding, you know, what now may be the right time to do it. I mean, we, we've been talking to a number of clients who maybe not had seriously considered it before, <clears throat> but now really are just for all the reasons that I said. And so, because of that, you're seeing a lot more companies that are. Um, either open to a sale or actively looking for one. 
Right. And it does seem to be a seller's market. So if I'm a seller in this market, what are the keys for me to successfully divest my business? What are some best practices to make for a successful transaction, Mike? Sure. I, I would say that planning is really the number one thing that you know we advise um, potential sellers on. And by that, I mean, you know, this process can take some time. And so it really takes a lot of thought and planning. Ideally, you know, we, we say, you know, several years in advance to really think about, you know, the exit and mm -hmm. what a seller wants that to look like and how they want it to go. You know, the, the situation which we run into sometimes, which is unfortunate, is that a seller really has no option anymore and, and they have to sell immediately. And that puts them at a disadvantage because they're really um, become subject to the market and they don't really control, you know, sort of the, 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 their destiny, so to speak. So I would really say planning is critical. And I think the other thing too is really being honest with themselves about what their company is worth and what they as the owner need to get out of a sale in order to live the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. This will likely be the largest you know, business transaction of the owner's you know, uh, business career. And it, it's, it's not only talking about dollars, but it's very emotional, it's personal, you know, it's all of those things. But one of the things um, that really can derail a transaction, and we've seen it before, is where there's a disconnect between what a seller thinks the company is worth or what they really need to uh -huh. net out of it versus what a buyer is willing to pay for it. And so when that disconnect happens, that really creates an issues and, and, and a lot of deals uh, fall apart because of that. So I think it's very important for an owner to take a hard look at their company, understand what it's worth, and if they maybe need to do things to get it to where they think it need, they, they, they want it to be, then to take those steps in advance so that way when they go to sell, the company is in the best position possible and so it can attract the best offers out there. Thank you so much, Mike, for your insights today and for sharing all of this information. Thanks, Sally. Absolutely. And thank you for joining us for this week for the more report. When you expect more, you get more. Why would you expect anything less? Don't forget to check out a brand new episode of the more report next Wednesday morning, anywhere you download your favorite podcast. On behalf of the law firm of McCarthy, Levitt, Crystal and Lipman, I'm Sally Spitz.